there and welcome. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I'm your host, Coach Debbie. I'm delighted that you reserve this time to spend with me. I come to you live every Thursday, 4 o'clock Pacific Time and 7 o'clock Eastern Time. We offer a replay on Friday mornings, you know. If you're driving into work early on the Pacific Coast, we are on at KKNW, that's 11.50 a.m. on the Seattle dial. That's at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Friday mornings replays right here at KKNW. And of course, you can wait for the podcast, although you never have to wait that long. It's just a few hours, maybe a day. Eric Ryder puts together a beautiful podcast for me each week, and you can go to your favorite platform and download. I almost said I was combining download and mainline. You you do whatever you want, but, but get yourself the recording every week. And I also want to invite you to call into the show or to write to me because we offer a lot of coaching here. Mm-hmm. especially if you have a desire and a dream to see your book out into the world. I would love to offer you some coaching right here. I know I have some shy people in the audience, and you're always welcome to write in. It's real easy if you use Facebook. Just go to the back end, and in Messenger, type in your question. I have it open to public listener, listeners. My my handle for Facebook, just go under my name, which is Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. And Handrich, my last name, is just like it sounds. H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H. So just send me a little note in Messenger. Or why don't you give me a call here? The number is 1-888-298-5569. You can call me from anywhere you are. 1-888-298-5569. For your convenience, I just posted that on Facebook. So I'd love to hear from you. Because today... We are talking about the fact that when you write a book, there isn't just one method to creating a book. You really want to pay attention here, especially if you have a great desire to write or you're trying to encourage your daughter or your mom or your son or your auntie or your uncle or your neighbor or your niece or your student or your friend or your honey, who is it you're trying to encourage to write their wonderful memoir or whatever type of book they're up to? Whoever it is, I would love, love, love for you to continue to encourage them to listen to this show, but to also get them thinking that there's not just one way to do it. I think that's what stumps people. That idea that 
there's only one way to write a book. And where do we get that idea? It just it comes right out of our life experience. There's only one way to do well at work or to ace your finals in college. I know a lot of people are trying to do that right now. There's only one way to travel in leisure. There's only one way to get a new job. There's there's only one way to be successful in love, in business, with your wealth, with your kids. It just goes on and on and on. And you know what? It's just not true. There are many methods, and you know why? Because there's many ways that our brains work. My brain might not work exactly the same way as your brain, but because my brain probably has some overlap with your brain, if not a whole bunch of overlap, I can share with you methods that I think just might work great for you. And I can also warn you against methods that eh, I think could waste your time or get you flustered or... methods that might even make you think you're not supposed to write your book. What if that happened? What if you followed a method and it just didn't sync with you and you walked away thinking, oh, I had this dream, but I tried a method and I I see now I'm not meant to write a book. Nope, nope, I'm going to be an astronaut instead. That's my calling. I thought it was to be a writer but I'm actually supposed to go to the moon. You know, that might be true, might be. But I bet you, if you're really feeling a desire inside to write a book, I bet you we could find a method that suits you so well, you're up and going at the snap of a fingers or just soon after that. Give me a try here. I'm going to talk to you for the next 50 minutes about three different methods for three different types of writing. And I'll bet one of these is going to speak to you louder than some other methods that maybe you've tried or maybe have been suggested to you or maybe you've just been having little heartaches over because they they, they just don't align with what you want to do. All right? So hang in there with me. Send me a note if you want some coaching. And I'm just looking in my messenger right now, and it looks like we've got some questions coming in. So rest assured, I'll be getting to you. Have y'all ever heard of a gentleman named Dr. John Martini? He is the creator of what's called the Breakthrough Method. He really, really is an excellent teacher. I've never gone to one of his live events, but my dear friend Antonio has extensive training through the John Demartini Method. And one thing I've learned from talking to my friend Antonio and from the little following I've done of from John D. Martini, is that we always want to start anything that matters to us, let alone writing a book. 
we always want to start by looking at our values. When you know what you really, really value, it helps set you up so that you follow through with aligned action. For example, one of my greatest values is being a teacher. I love teaching. I started teaching my little brother to read when he was just about four years old. And I think at that time I was nine or 10 years old. This to me was a joy. And my brother, he was having a real hard time speaking. He had a bit of a speech impediment, was something that concerned my parents deeply since they didn't understand a word he said, and I did. I mean, the good news was I did. I understood nearly everything he said, and I really don't know why. I could understand him and my folks couldn't. But somewhere, instinctually, based on the fact that I could understand what he said, I started to teach my brother at a young age how to read. He was very, very appreciative of storytelling. What was really cool about it, though, and I, I of course, my, my nine-year-old, ten-year-old mind didn't know this, was that I was acting from my highest value. I really, really loved the idea of teaching, and I was pretty good at it. I was following my instinct to help him speak. And I wish I could tell you what I was doing, but here's the truth. I don't remember. I just remember really being in the moment. I remember how I loved to tell him stories. I remember a lot of holding my finger and underlining parts of words. I remember being very animated with him. But I don't remember much more than that. I just remember hearing my folks say one day, Debbie is teaching Matt how to read. How did this happen? And I remember standing in the hallway, eavesdropping on them, feeling like I was amazing. And this was wonderful. But the truth was, it just came out of the fact that I valued showing my little brother how to do something that I thought was fun. And honestly, that value and knowing that has served me. And it it didn't really serve me in a direct way until I was at least 25 years old and thinking about my values. But it has served me along the way because it has led me back to the fact that storytelling matters to me. And when I get together with people that care about their story and their book and their writing and their reading and their expression. Yeah, we make magical stuff together. Think about what you value. What is it you value? My sweetheart values tools. I think he has every tool ever made under the sun times 10. And I think he also invents his own tools here and there. He can do anything to a car and to even things that go bigger and beyond cars like, oh, you know, big trucks. 
ferry boats, airplanes, big things like that. He, he and tools and big machines, they all get along really, really well. He has a gift for that, but he also values it. And one day he told me, machines tell me what their problems are, and I go to work. And I was like, wow, now that's some heavy-duty listening, right? I have no idea what he's talking about. But I can tell you, even in my own household, I remember once bringing him to the whole machinery. I don't even know if that's the right word, but the whole system of my hot water and the tank and it was, you know, hooked up to a gas line and all of this. And he just walked around and looked at it and said, okay, um, I'll be back in about three hours. And he showed up and he had everything he needed. And what do you know? I had hot water again. I have no idea what he did, but he did it because according to him, machines talked to him. So what am I telling you? When people know what they value, they have something to offer. And when my authors know what they value, they have something to offer in their book. They have something to give to the world. What we have to do, me and my new author, what we need to do is find out the method that is going to serve them best so they can author their book. There are different methods for different brains. I have a brain that loves to teach. My sweetie has a brain that loves to play with tools. We're very different. We're wired very differently. What might work for him might not work for me. So we're going to get into some of those methods. I'm going to ask you some questions now before we go to our first break to just get you thinking about what is true for you. Because if you can identify that one or two of these questions are true for you, we can start to look at what method would help you as a writer. So when you think about writing your book or writing your story or helping your niece write her story or getting your daughter excited about her story or convincing your boss that it's time to write their story, what comes up, especially if you're the writer? What comes up? Do you have a thought like this? Do you have a thought that says, you know, I really love to talk and write and share real life stories. Does that come up for you? Or do you think, I, I love to share, but truth is I don't like to be judged. I never know how to handle judgment, so I, I keep ideas to myself. Or are you this person? Or the person who says, if I get overwhelmed, all bets are off. I'm going home. I'm not, I'm not participating. I need to stay in more shallow waters. You throw me in the deep end and we're never going to talk again. Are you the person that says, I really can't handle being bored. 
I need to be excited and I need to feel driven by a project. All those questions, all the answers to those questions often lead up to one particular method that I'm going to share with you after we take our first break. And there's a lot more questions we could talk about. If you're thinking you want coaching around this, write to me, call me, let me know what's on your mind. We're going to take one quick little break here, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, the show that takes a positive, forward-looking approach to mid-to-late career transitions for Gen Xers and Boomers every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce, do your own thing, or retire or semi-retire, Reigniting You is your source for career transition advice, inspiration, and insight for what's next in your career and life. Join me Wednesdays at 3 o'clock to get re-energized, recharged, and reignited. Hello, I'm Nathan Mum. Join me and Mike Day as we host a weekly technology show that talks about technology for the everyday common person. We are a live radio program that airs Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. If you go to facebook.com forward slash techtimeradio, youtube.com forward slash techtimeradio, or twitch.tv forward slash techtimeradio, you can catch us live Saturdays from 4 to 5 p.m. You can find us at all podcast services online from Apple to Google and everything in between. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Today we are talking about a variety of methods that work for any variety of writers. We tend to think that when there's something big we got to do, like write our book, that there's only one way to do it, and it just isn't true. You really want to match up the method you're going to take based on how you love to do things, how you love to serve, how your brain works, how you work with your own nervous system, and the results you want to see. So let's just think about method number one for a minute. I asked you a few questions like, are you perhaps a person that really loves to express yourself, but you might also feel very uncomfortable when you're judged? You might also feel very uncomfortable with boredom. You want to stay invigorated by your project. And maybe, 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 You just don't have the patience or the nervous system for being overwhelmed. If that's you, that's because you are wired a particular way. It's not that something's wrong with you. If you do trauma relief work, sure, there could be something from your own history, but that's that's not enough. It really, 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 if you want to think of the whole perspective here, it really has to do with your wiring and what actually works best for you. So 
I would encourage you, if you have a story inside of you, and these questions were going, hmm, ding, 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 I, I think that sounds like me, I would encourage you to take these steps. Step number one, begin with a safe writing community. Don't necessarily begin writing your book. Begin with a safe writing community where you can write maybe short pieces or articles or just what's on your mind and you can bring it in and start to get comfortable letting a small group of people hear and give feedback to your writing. It's a great way to, for one, get beyond those feelings of overwhelm and on the far other end, the the boredom, because you're with people that also love to write. And you're usually with people that are doing writing that is stimulating to your own interests. Don't feel like you have to bite off the book just yet, but get yourself involved in a community Now, see how that feels. I also want to suggest that you actively get involved in being thoughtful with your own feedback. Because the more you start that movement, the more you're putting energy out in the world that basically says, I don't tolerate being overwhelmed. And I don't tolerate hanging out, waiting for stimulation. I am active now. I am here to be the person who is not judgmental. I'm here to be active. When you do that, you're you're turning 180 degrees away from that energy of judgment. And you're saying, I can find things in other people's writing that will inspire them, that will help them keep going, and that will make them feel welcomed. When you take that approach, you're saying no to judgment and no to that overcritical, almost almost that stimulated mind of people that tend to get bored and overwhelmed and tend to find their way in our circles. When you say, I am here to offer great feedback, you're starting your own movement. And believe it or not, energy shifts. In fact, one time when I was in graduate school, I was in this small group of six, and we had one little bad apple in that group who was so darn critical. And one day he didn't show up. He was someone that had frequent panic attacks and he would, he he would tell us about the medicines that he was taking for us. And for whatever reason he had run out and he had just felt like he couldn't participate. Well, I would say this was one of the best days of our writing group because the rest of us found out how positive and inspired and excited we all were to be there. Without his energy there, 
we were all just ourselves. We weren't on guard. And toward the tail end of the meeting, one of the people said, Have you noticed how nice it is that so-and-so isn't here? And we kind of talked about him. But we also made a plan that from now on, we were really going to be great instigators of what it looks like to be positive and focus on giving thoughtful feedback. And if we didn't have something thoughtful, we were going to bow out of offering feedback. And that, that creates a great vibe. What we found was that the guy that had bowed out for that day, he started to give thoughtful feedback too. But when he had really rough days, we talked to him. We were the group of people that said, you know, we're here for the reason of growing. And we would like you to join that movement. We're tired of being criticized. And lo and behold, he made his way out of the group. Because really, he was wired to be criticizing. And he wasn't a good fit for us. If you can be that person, if you can be that person who says, there's a method for writing that works for me. I'm going to join a community. I'm going to be that person who is thoughtful. I'm going to be that person who bites my tongue when I feel criticism coming up in me because I know nobody wants criticism. I'm going to be that person that takes action with my smaller pieces of writing because by doing this, you'll start to find your way to that bigger project of writing your book. But it really takes dipping your foot in and starting something on a very, very small community level to get you feeling comfortable. You have identified as someone who likes to partake, but you're also not willing to be bored, to be criticized, and to be overwhelmed. And for good reason. I would also suggest that if it's in the budget, consider working with a professional step-by-step, one-on-one, so that you know that every time you get together with this person, you'll be receiving feedback that helps you grow, and it won't feel critical. It will feel inspiring. Some of it will be very positive, but some of it will be holding you accountable for looking even deeper into those areas where you might feel a little edgy or a little uncomfortable with your own growth. But that professional can lead you through steps so that you do grow. So that's just one method, one way that if you have the desire to write a book, You can start right now. Get involved in a community. Take charge as someone who sees and recognizes good work so you can offer feedback to others. Show up on time. Be present. And if your budget allows it, get together with a coach that can help you go step by step 
and really encourage you to take on the project of your book. I see we have a question today. I am always, always excited to receive questions. Thank you, Natalie, for writing in. I have not seen you in a while, so it is lovely to see you here in Facebook Messenger. We do have time. If others are thinking you might like to send me a question, just head on over to Facebook Messenger. Natalie says, great to know that there is more than one way to write your book. If you remember, I started my book about eight months ago. And if you remember, I wrote to you and cried like a baby through the whole letter saying that I was not cut out for this. Is it possible I wasn't cut out for the method that I was following? It would be really helpful if I could find one today or at least a way to get started. Here are some things that scare me. One, I hate more than anything to be alone through the process. I hate more than anything to be alone through the process. I think it's because I don't know where to start. Do I do things chronologically, since of course it's a long book, or do or do there be another or do there be another method like you start with what's on your mind and then you put it all together later? This is scary territory for me. I would be open to any feedback. Great. Natalie, that is wonderful. Chronology. So let me think just a second here. Um, You made a couple of points um, about starting, about collaboration, and about writing chronologically. Let me just think here. I'm going to I'm going to say that on some levels Natalie I bet hmm I'll bet you're overly concerned that if you don't get the organization right just right out of the gate that it's all going to be a lost cause. I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb and and uh suggest that that could be possible. I want to think of a couple other things that might play in here. What about time management? Are you someone who, mm, I bet you are. Are you someone who is worried that you might give a lot of time to something and then have to throw a certain number of pages in the garbage because like you learned along the way and some of those early pages don't matter? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I know your type now, Natalie. So for the rest of the listeners, as well as Natalie, I think she's this type. I think, just like she said, she's concerned about chronology. She likes to collaborate because t- for some reason, that collaboration gives her a sense of timing and a sense of flow that she might not be feeling on her own. I'm going to also speak to the idea that 
organization uh, helps her feel balanced and going in order. That's got her a little confused. Natalie, you are someone, you're someone who is probably ready to take the leap. And this is what I mean. The, the person that is just caught up with not their content, not what their book is about, not the whole reason that they want to do this, but they're, they're down to the nitty gritty of this has got to be organized. I have put a certain amount of thought into this and I want this to go somewhere. That's the person that is ready to leap into a committed structure. And when you do that, you find it quickly. You're usually the person that is willing to invest. You're willing to get together with a professional that will collaborate with you. I think I want to go back to, oh, can I find it quickly? I want to go back to what you said here. Um, that from the start, you know, should you work with someone, that that makes me think you have a willingness. So I want you to embrace the idea that this is the time to leap. Leap with someone, commit that this is happening, and really, really think about the fact that while organization would help you feel comfortable, if you are leaping and collaborating with a professional, they're the ones that are going to manage the organization, not you. And they're the ones that are going to help work with your brain. And if going in a chronological order is what you really need or not what you really need, they're going to get down under the theme of what you're working on. And they're going to help you see how to stay in the game every day. It sounds, Natalie, like eight months ago, you gave this a great effort. So you know what it's like to commit. And I just want to suggest get ready to leap again and to make that commitment. Natalie, if I remember right, you were in the Writer's Mastermind in 2019. I'm talking weird because I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with me. I think that's right. And if you remember in that writer's mastermind, we had 90-minute coaching sessions for the Elevated Broke program. So, uh, hey, Natalie, you're the winner. I'm going to give you one right now, okay? I've got your contact info and I would like to offer you a 90-minute coaching session so we can pick up with this theme. I love doing this. And I love reconnecting with those that I feel are really committed, really to jump off that diving board and dive in. So what do you say? Let's do it. And for the rest of you that are thinking 
you know, that might be the method for me. Guess what I'm offering? I'm offering a luxury writer's retreat. Natalie, this might interest you too. This writing retreat is happening August 19 and 20, northeast of Seattle in the Woodenville neighborhood. It is a gorgeous setting. All of your gourmet meals will be prepared for you. You're going to sleep in a room that usually goes for over $400 a night. You're going to have your own fireplace, your own balcony, your own sunken lovely tub in your room, spa amenities available to you, and two days of writer's retreat with me. It's a small group. I invite you to join me. If you'd like to learn more, you can check out the info at my Facebook page, or you can write to me at www.coachdebbie, that's D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com forward slash connect. coachdebbie.com forward slash connect. And tell me all about you. And let's find out if you are a great match for this luxury retreat, because you probably are. And I'd love to hear from you. So, Natalie, I'm going to be reaching out for you after the show and get you all set up with that 90-minute coaching session. And for the rest of you, think about that retreat. You can also send me an email, askcoachdebbie, D-E-B-B-Y, askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. Anyone else have a question today? I would love to help you find the method to get you started writing your book. It's what I want to do. Write to me. Okay, I'm going to even take a break so you have time to get that note to me. Stay tuned. I'm coming right back. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about methods of writing your book that would serve you because there's not just one. That said... I want to tell you about a lovely woman named Nancy Zick. I've talked about her a little bit here before. Nancy Zick, Z-I-C-K. She has a brand new website, nancyzick.com. And she is the author of a beautiful blog called Grace Notes. I want to encourage you to head on over there and see what she is up to. She's someone I've had the pleasure of talking to about her book and her blog and her voice and how wonderful it really, really is when you say yes. 
since I have met Nancy, her book has become a, a published item. It is a book that I have the the wonderful privilege of owning with her her dedication in it. I have also become a regular visitor of her blog, and I think you would love it as well. So I just want to encourage you, check out nancyzick.com. And I also want to encourage you to think about the idea that if you too have a book and a huge desire to write it, and I'm talking dream here, you know, it's not like, eh, you know, maybe maybe someday I'll be one of those people who writes a book. Who knows? I'm not talking about that. And I'm not talking about the person who says, eh, you know what? You know what my business really needs? My business just needs a book. I better figure out how to crank one of those out. And then I bet I'll see a, I bet I'll see a rise in business. Yeah, I better get to that. No, no, that's, that's two people, two types of people that have come into my audience and you're welcome to listen and and you're welcome to take any anything that inspires you here but unfortunately i don't tend to be the best coach for that type i tend to be the coach for the person who writes to me and says oh my god i have a dream of writing a book i want this to happen i feel like I am someone who is skilled, and I am someone who, I don't like to say it out loud, but who could be an author? I, I just know that I need some coaching. That's, that's my ticket right there. The person building dreams. The person who says, I want to do this. I just have this desire. I don't... I don't know how old I was. I, d- I don't know why it matters so much, or I do know why it matters so much, or I do know how old I was. But they, they know it's got to happen. I'm the coach for you. And I offer all kinds of ways for it to happen. I'm offering a luxury writing retreat, August 19 and 20. I offer a signature writing program, 90 days to one full year, you know, it completely is up to you to decide which time frame you want to work with. And if you choose 90 days, you can always upgrade to half a year or a full year. Also offer one-on-one coaching. Basic information about that is available at coachdebbie.com. And anytime you want to send me a note, you can go to coachdebbie.com forward slash connect and send me a full-blown note of what's going on for you. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Let's talk about one more method here. If you are thinking, I really want to write a book, and these are the sort of things that go in through your mind, I have a method for you. If you're thinking... Yeah, but I don't know that you could say I'm really professionally trained. If you're thinking, you know, I have the ability to write, but yeah, my training, it's just out of my desire. Or if you're someone who says, I have so much to offer, 
uh, but again, my, my credentials, they worry me. Do I have enough? Or maybe you're someone who says, I worry that people think I'm a phony, you know, that, that I have great ideas, but do I have the ability to really lead or advise? Mm, I get nervous there. And why should someone pick up my book when I'm writing on a topic that there's, there's already loads of books out there about? Or maybe, maybe, maybe underneath all of that, you're the person who says, but I know I got to do it because I, I just feel a certain calling to do it, but I can't seem to make it happen. Here's my advice for you, and you can start today. You're going to think it's, it's small, but I mean this. You need to be a daily journal writer. I want you to start today. There's still hours in the day. You can start today. And I want you to treat your journal the way Julia Cameron encourages us to treat our morning, and that is to create morning pages. You know what that is. You open up your journal and you just unload whatever's on your mind. Because it's your mind that's in the way here. It's the only thing really in the way. If you feel you have a calling and you don't want to miss your time, you have what it takes to write a book. The only thing in your way is the stuff that's on your mind. So get it out. Get it out in a journal. Get it out in morning pages. What are morning pages? It's just about one, two, or three blank or lined pages where you just throw your thoughts down in any order, and you do it every day. I challenge you, do it for 30 days straight. Here's another thing I want you to do right now. I want you to take a dare and start something. I want you to start either maybe writing out something that you'll speak, maybe join like a, a leadership group, a, a business ownership group. Maybe m my sweetie, he does Toastmasters. That's, that's somewhere where he is a member and it gives him a lot of fulfillment. But this is the thing. I want you to have those morning pages where you're writing out those thoughts, but I want you to have a place where you're part of a group. It doesn't have to be a writing group, but you're part of something where you're speaking, developing, learning, talking, note-taking, where you're seeing that you're around others that also are not necessarily professionally trained, but they too, they care about their message. And you too are welcomed in this group. And there is a sense of belonging. I think that's what's missing, is a sense of belonging, a sense that your leadership matters, that your ideas can be put to work and that you will follow through in such a way that, that brings joy to the group, but, but also brings purpose. 
I'm just hearing in this type of person that the best method is to jump in right now by journaling, by getting those thoughts out, but by also getting into some sort of membership where you and the others are not necessarily from a professionally trained background, but you know, you know without a shadow of a doubt, you're called to do something and you're willing to be in a community where you know others feel an aligned calling. And you don't necessarily have to do writing there or for them, but you are using your voice. You are expressing yourself. And because of it, each week that you're involved in it, you're feeling into your own energy and you're aware that that fear of, oh no, I think I'm a phony, that fear just isn't true at all. And wouldn't you know it, a question comes in right towards the end. Okay, Scott, here we go. Scott says, I have a question for you. I'm putting together a book that began with short shorts. And you have already helped me immensely in a couple of your groups. Thank you, Scott. I'm thinking that my method is in evolution. I wonder if you could expound on that notion. And do you think that there may be a market in today's fast-paced world for a novella of linked chapters, each one that in its own way offers a journey to awakening and self-discovery? Yes, 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 absolutely. When you say here, I'm thinking that my method is in evolution, I think what you're, you're telling me is that you know you are evolving and you also want to put together novellas that, that show that these linked chapters could help others find their own evolution, their own self-discovery. There's an enormous market for this. Now, what I like about your idea is that sometimes a novella has, has chapters where each of them stand on their own. So the beginning and the middle and the end, Scott, of each chapter has continuity so that if you sent it into your favorite self-development magazine, they would take that chapter and publish it because their readers could easily follow the beginning and middle and ending of that particular chapter you chose. They would also be publishing a little blurb about you where you spoke about the novella in progress and what it offers the reader. So you would be generating readers, but you would be sending out a chapter here and a chapter there to those places that you feel are in the self-discovery and the self-improvement 
arenas and that they might want to feature you right now in our, what did you call it, our fast-paced world? Right now, there's a platform you should know about, and it's called The Medium. The Medium would love to know about your work. The Medium. Look them up. And what you can do is you can create your own profile there. You would start posting your articles there. Maybe you do this already. And the medium will select places for your articles to show up. And they'll just ask you, do you like this idea? And you'll just say yes. Say yes, 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 yes. And your work starts to get out there. Scott, what I think is overwhelming to most of us is to feel that since self-development, self-discovery, since those fields are so big and there are so many authors out there already, I think it's very common to think that the way we write about it or the way we might speak about it or that our own evolution won't be welcomed. And there couldn't be anything further from the truth. I sit here every single Thursday and I talk about topics that encourage people to develop, specifically around their writing and specifically around their real live stories. But I, I really, I would have a very, very hard time making it to the radio station if the thoughts in my head were, oh, they already have enough hosts down there. Oh, they already have enough thoughts going on. Oh, they already have plenty of good shows. If that's how I started my day, I wouldn't make it here. But in fact, I start my day looking at a topic, writing out what I want to think about, and then I put it down on a note card, and I show up here, and I talk to you. And I want to encourage you to do exactly the same thing. I think that's your method of evolution. I want to thank everyone else for tuning in today and joining me for this episode of Story You Talk Radio. I'm here every Thursday live. Until next week, my friends, namaste.